Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I feel like I'm peppier than you today. You're very peppy today. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sick. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. And I expended all my emotional energy doing a not-that-great job interviewing Terry Gross <laughs> earlier today. Oh, boy. Yeah, I didn't do a bad job. Right. Just not the job I could or wished I could have. It 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 didn't end with you with a tender kiss, is what you're saying. Oh God! You both were oh, so it, swept up in the moment. Oh that it would. Oh that it could have. Um, I mean, I you know, listen, I I know you're a happily married guy, and so is uh, so is Terry Gross, a happily married woman. Absolutely, but I'm sure that you know you've had that talk with your wife of like, all right, if we each get one, right, we each get one, right. She's probably like, all right, it's, you know, Michael B. Jordan. Right. And you're like, got to be gross. So I'm sure she would understand if that your interview went so well. My first pick was Lynn Rosetto Casper, <laughs> host of The Splendid Table. <laughs> yeah. She, my wife vetoed that. Oh, no. She's threatened by Lynn Rosetto Casper because Lynn Rosetto Casper can make a meal out of whatever's in the refrigerator. Yeah, she's good with pies. Yeah, she's amazing with pies. <laughs> so uh, that was off the list. And I mm-hmm. said, well, how about, how about the honey-voiced, mm-hmm. infinitely patient Miss Terry Gross? But, I mean, it sounds like this is a non-issue now because you had your chance and you fucking blew it. Yeah, I blew it you big weren't, time, my You friend. weren't able... To seduce Gross. I failed to seduce Gross, romantically or intellectually. (laughs) And now I stand before you, or sit before you, Mm -hmm. in this microphone chair, a chastened man. I'm sorry to hear that. And I will forever be chaste. For if I cannot love Gross, I shall (laughs) love no woman. Wow. Yeah, I have literally been chastened. Do you think... Do you think there's a nice uh, NPR-branded chastity belt you could wear for the rest of your life? I'll check in the NPR shop. I get a discount. Oh. I'm not Ooh. trying to – I'm not okay. – I'm not here to brag, Jordan. Yeah. If – Jordan, if I were here to brag, the first thing I would have said is between now and the last time we recorded Jordan Jesse Go, I've eaten two cherimoyas. <laughs> oh, boy. That's what I would have said if I were here to brag. Yeah. Okay. You know what I love in the NPR? They were perfectly ripe, almost custard-like in consistency. You know what I like in the NPR shop? What's that? Is the uh, Michael Silverblatt's bookworm butt plug. <laughs> it's a local item. Yeah, it's a KCRW only. Yeah. <laughs> love that bookworm butt plug. <laughs> um, well, uh, should we? I'm sorry. I'm sorry about your failure. Yeah. Well, you know. it was Again, not a, f- not a full failure. Sure. I just didn't do a great job. Mm-hmm. I feel bad about it. She was so lovely. She you, could not have been more lovely, Terry Gross. I, wanna, I've never met her before. It was the first time I'd ever talked to her. No, we we need to introduce our guest, but I feel like I want to help you out. Okay. I'm. It's. It, I feel a psychological blockage. Yeah. This is clearly a, you know, a big moment for you. Yeah. And I know that. Yeah. When you get done with a big project or a big event, you know, on the way home or in bed, you're always, you know, replaying it in your mind. Right. You know, what What could I have done? Or, oh, I should have done this. Or, ah, if I was only thinking, I could have done. Right. Do you, wanna, do you want a little mulligan? Do you want me to play gross? And then you can ask what you feel like you should have asked? Yeah. Uh, can we try it one time just before we introduce our guest? Yeah, here, I'll get into character. 
Okay, I'm Terry Gross now. Hi, I'm uh, from WHYY. I'm Terry Gross. That's right. It's me. She says her own name, too. Terry. It's me. Terry. Hi. Hi. From WHYY. It's me, Terry hi, Gross. T- hi, Terry. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Terry. Hi. Uh, hi, Terry. I like you. Do you get... like me back? <laughs> I, I'm fond of you, but basically the only two things I like are six feet under and true blood for some reason. <laughs> Uh, what about the Great American Songbook? The Great American Songbook, too. Stephen Sondheim. She likes Stephen Sondheim. I bet. Okay. Does that feel good? Yeah. It's, and it's obvious why she likes Six Feet Under. It was a very good show until it kind of went off the rails. Mm-hmm. Well, don't tell Gross that. I know. I, I, that was probably my mistake. I brought up how— was, Yeah, you did 20 minutes about w- when and where Six yeah. Feet Under fell off for When you. Dwight from The Office came in, you're kind of like, this seems off-tone. Mm-hmm. Is this a new, different show? See, if I'm gross, I'm walking now. Yeah. So it was actually kind of her not to walk. Yeah. When I b- brought up when Dwight from The Office came on Six Feet Under, or when one of the lead characters was brutally assaulted by a meth head for no <laughs> reason. <laughs> See? I'm walking. If I'm gross, I'm walking. I'm not about to hear that. Yeah. She Gro- probably liked it the whole way through. Yeah. Gross actually thought Suicide Squad was a lot of fun, too. <laughs> I don't so see what the big deal why was. Why did I bring I that up? I don't see what the big deal was. Why did I bring that up? Yeah. Why would I bring that well, up? Well, you were just excited. The trailers were good. Our guest on this <laughs> week's program, uh, a writer, mm-hmm. podcaster, mm-hmm. now acclaimed novelist, Dori Shafrir. Hello. How are you? I am great. Sorry for that longer than usual Dick around at the beginning. Oh, no. As someone who has listened to Fresh Air, <laughs> I thought you did an excellent job, Jordan. Oh, thank you. Yes. You liked my gross impression? I did. It's very well done. Thank you. I thank have you. a very good Dave Davies. <laughs> I don't have a very good Dave More and Davies. more useful these days. It's, He's it's on like it more half, and more. The problem is halfway in between Dave Davies and David B.N. Cooley. Yeah. And I kind of like slip mm. back and forth. You know how that is. Boy, do I. Oh, God. Boy, do I. Anyway, long story short, mm-hmm. I did not do that great with Cherry, but I did get rock historian Ed Ward's phone number in Berlin. Hey! So give him a call. Okay, and... talk about some Neil Young B-sides. Exactly. So that's wow. nice. How are you, Dory? I am fine. Are you... you sound as as pepless as I. Well, it's not that I'm pepless. It's that I got bit by a dog last weekend. Oh, oh no. Oh, yeah. You got bit by a dog for real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... What we're seeing now is I'm not messing around, okay? (laughs) I say I got bit by a dog. I got bit by a motherfucking dog. Right. Wow. Because normally, Dory, I'm a news hound. And I would say this. This does not sound like news to me. Sure, if you bit a dog, now that's news. (laughs) Woman bites dog, that's news. Stop the presses. Stop the presses. Print it. Write it up. Let's go. Dory, so your dog wound on your hand yes. is is uh, is so purple. I could I would have mistake, mistaken it for a tattoo. It's really intensely purple, or that you've just been cutting beets. Um, oh, I think that might be the lighting. The stitches themselves are blue. Okay. There's okay. five of them. Mm-hmm. They're sort of in that crook between my index finger and my thumb. On my left hand, I'm a lefty. Mm-hmm. Um, but the skin around the wound has turned a kind of shade of yellowish brownish green yeah dory i've got a couple follow-up questions for you hit me number one first and foremost and this is the question that's on everyone's mind will you ever play piano again (laughs) maybe chopsticks 
Oh, wow. You know, because you only need Not even use... heart and soul. Not, yeah. yeah, just job. Yeah. I'd have to work back but up you to know, heart and soul. If you're gonna if you're gonna play one beginning piano song, I think we can all agree that Chopsticks is the superior choice. It's yeah. a classic. It's totally a classic. Yeah. Although I would love to see. Is um, it problematic these days? Hard to say. Chopsticks. Oh, yeah, maybe so. Mm. I would like to see Dory. Please write in... that think piece, someone. <laughs> I would like to see Dory. Dory, you work for BuzzFeed. Let somebody know. <laughs> I definitely will. Okay. Um, I, I would like to see you in like a frustrated film montage trying to build back up the strength to play heart mm-hmm. and soul. Sure. Just you go, blank, 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 God damn it! Mm. And you like, th- you use your hand and you throw what the papers. music would you have playing in the background as I tried to do this, though? That would be confusing if you're trying to learn chopsticks, but the montage song is heart and soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, I want, let's, okay, so that was question number one. Question number two, what were the circumstances of this bitter attack? I hate to ask you to relive this trauma, but... Do you really uh, hate to ask me, Jesse? No, I love it. Okay. I love it. That's it's going to be juicy. It's going to be it's juicy. Thrilling. This is what we're, it's what we're after. All right, guys. Picture it. It's Sunday morning, 8.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. My dear husband mm-hmm. is sound asleep because mm-hmm. he'd been up till 4.30 playing video games. <laughs> so he was all tuckered out. He was all tuckered out, the poor baby. Do you remember what is what video game he was playing till 4 a.m.? You know, they all sound the same to sure. me. Something with no, that's a, war. No, that's a problematic Brutal comment. warrior. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, whatever. Sure. Anyway. Foreigner um, killer, I think, yeah. is the latest. Um, so I took our dog to Silver Lake Dog Park. Mm-hmm. It's a great dog park. I disagree. It, oh, oh, wow. Oh, no. Now, oh, wow. I now disagree. Yeah, oh, before wow. you were... Pro. Before I was yeah, yeah, I felt fine about it. Okay. I felt fine about it. So my dog, Bo, is uh, some 70, 75 pounds. He's a, he's a big boy. And he is neutered, as most dogs in Los Angeles are, since it's the law. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, when, he, when he sees a dog that has its balls... Mm. Sometimes doesn't love that dog. Sure. Mm-hmm. He's the, As I'm sure you can understand. I mean, imagine if you... you know, I yeah. hate seeing men with balls. Sure. Yeah. Hate it every time. So Enrages you, me. So sure. you get it. I don't... So, I mean, I, I hate seeing a man with a thin penis. <laughs> a yeah. man with a wide penis. Yeah. I'm just so jealous of that thin penis. Ooh, it slides right in. Anyway, anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I uh, so Bo, so he's so he's so Bo's he's hanging out. He's hanging out. He's just hanging out. He's, and he sees these balls. and he sees these balls on this Doberman. Mm, boy, and he's like, I'm gonna start some shit. Yeah. So he runs over to the Doberman and kind of starts some shit, and the Doberman sure. Doberman's back. Right. And I run over and I'm trying to separate them, and the Doberman just goes Oof. on my takes hand. a chomp, takes a chomp. And I was like, uh, 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 the dog bit me. And there's uh, like blood starts running down my hand. Oh, my. It was a whole thing. The guy was like, your dog started it. My dog's nice. And I was like, listen, mister, your dog's not even supposed to be in the goddamn park. It's a rule. Sure. He has balls. He has balls. Get those <sighs> balls out of my face. Oh, my gosh. Literally. Um, but you're okay. So you're recovering. I'm recovering. So then a very nice lady let me come to her apartment across from the dog park and wash up. And I called my husband who 
had been like, you know, he was like, I'm going to sleep in. He was meeting a friend who was meeting Vanessa for breakfast. Sure. And he was like, you know, I think I'm going to tell her to meet later because I just want to sleep a little bit. Mm. And I was like, oh, honey, I got bit by a dog. And so he had to come pick me up. We went to urgent care. They stitched me right up. But here I am with five stitches in my hand. More importantly, where did he and Vanessa go for brunch? I think that's you know, what everybody wants to know. One, okay. right? Square one Probably dining. Square yeah. one no. dining. No. In fact, I was a little jealous. They didn't invite me. Yeah. And they went to Smorgasburg. What's Smorgasburg? Wait, Jordan, you so don't know local, what Smorgasburg is? It's a local restaurant, Jordan. No. It's a it's like a it's like a food market fair every Sunday. Oh, where is it relative LA. Where is it relative to the Grove? Just for the yeah, benefit for the, of our yeah. listeners outside our of listen, Los Angeles. Yeah, I think we like to we like to describe everything for the non-LA listener sure. in terms of how close or how similar or dissimilar it is from the Grove. No, I get that. Yeah. Um it's probably about 10 miles from the Grove. It's in downtown Los Angeles. Nice. Right. Um and it's it's in what is normally the produce market during the week. Okay. But then oh, on wow. Sunday they all they clear out and it's all like cute little hipstery like sure. Korean tacos and oysters. Probably and... something wrapped in a waffle. Something that's not normally exactly on a waffle you is now it. on a waffle. Exactly. Fuck! I love it when they put something that's not normally on a waffle yeah, on. A I waffle. know. So it once... really it's it's good for the thing and the waffle. Yeah. Yeah. Helps out the thing. Helps out the waffle. Yep. Everybody wins. It's like so... putting the rock in a movie. Yeah. Oh. The Rock looks good. Everybody else looks good. Yeah. The Rock is a waffle. Do you follow him on Instagram? I don't. I, you know, I am not on Insta. It's the like. What? It's the one of the like one of the social networks that I just never caved and got. And I so feel you like see it as something you need to cave to a little bit. Yeah, mm. it does. I do feel a, a sense of failure when I join a new social network. It's like, ah, okay, I guess. <laughs> Um, I love Instagram, and yeah. I particularly love The Rock's Instagram. What am I missing by not following The Rock on Insta? He is, like, very tender with his daughter. Okay. It's very sweet. Okay. And on Easter, he dressed up as Pikachu <laughs> and, like, chased her around the house. Well, that's traditional. <laughs> sure, yeah. Good I mean, Friday. Yeah. You put the uh, ashes on your on your forehead. Right. Because that's no, Pikachu's that's... trainer is Ash, Ash, Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that's then a, that's a Pokemon Easter, joke that I think made sense. On Easter, you dress up as Pikachu and chase your daughter. Yeah. It symbolizes Christ's return to life. Or Christ's evolution into a Raichu. (laughs) On the third day, Christ evolved into Raichu and gained tackle attack. Yeah, well, and also the ability to roll that rock away from the cave (laughs) Right. Previously, the unevolved Christ was unable to. Right, roll the rock away. And now I have officially said everything I know about Pokemon. I am done and also don't correct me online. Well, I've said everything I know about our Lord and Savior (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) <laughs> For knowing so little, you sure pray to him often. Uh, Did you hear the woman? Okay, I'm not going to get into politics at all, but there was an amazing Fresh Air interview with a with a New York Times White House reporter. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she said, as though it was perfectly normal, but um, she said everything like in a normal way. Sure. One of the things she just tossed off was she just mentioned – well, at first, Donald Trump was uncomfortable with Mike Pence uh, because he prayed so much. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. I, don't, I don't know how to parse that. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
I guess if someone is praying a lot, yeah. it's cause for concern. Well, like so if like you're not at a meal or yeah, like if you're in the middle of a uh, like you're talking to somebody in the middle of a you're talking about you're at the ball game, mm-hmm. yeah, and you're talking about uh, you're talking about what a great curveball Rich Hill has. Mm-hmm. You say what's amazing is the way he snaps those things off. That's why he's been so successful late in his life. Is he really learned to snap off? Of course, he has those blister problems for the. And you look up. There's fucking Pence. He's praying. He's not even listening. Yeah, he's just sitting there praying. Oh dear God, help his blisters. Whatever. What a schmuck. That's <laughs> Mike Pence. I don't know. Um, can I can I tell you something about my dog? Yeah, sure. While we're talking about dogs, yeah, we had a we had an upsetting dog story. Yeah. Well, this we... one is similarly upsetting. Oh, okay. <laughs> I sense a theme. I also because the dog's balls that are into it. No, uh, there, there's no there's no ball there's no ball. Uh, there. Sorry, Jordan. That's okay. You can go ahead and pray if you want to. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> you know what they say? Pray the time away. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dory, for your benefit, I have I also I have two dogs. Oh, okay. Um, and they're both smaller dogs, ch- Chihuahua Terrier mixes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went up to my cabin this past week in the uh, forest, mm-hmm. deep in the forest. And mm-hmm. where my cabin is, it's seventy five hundred feet oh, altitude. Whoa, so, okay. um, so it's still it was snowing up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as we record this, we're in Los Angeles. It's literally ninety degrees today, but it was snowing up at the cabin and. Um, I was up there with my dog, and like, I have a, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a baby. Oh wow! Okay. And so I don't get to go on that many out-of-the-house adventures. Sure. But I had talked my daughter into hiking from our house to this place near our cabin called Poppy Lake, and this is like the one place. You're talking about the baby, right? Uh, yeah, I'm talking about the baby. Okay. <laughs> um, the oldest one and I went for a hike with with our dog Coco, and. It was it was too much hiking mm-hmm. mm. for a five-year-old, mm-hmm. but she was being awesome about it. Great. Like we got to a certain point where the roads of the little place where the cabin is run out and you're walking on trails, but the trails are all covered in snow. So we're hiking through the snow. Mm. Um, my dog, Coco, ambivalent about it, mm-hmm. sometimes seems excited, but mm-hmm. then I wonder if that's just her trying not to die of hypothermia or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, by j- b- jumping and bounding, uh, increasing her internal warmth through jumping and bounding. And maybe it's like a 45-minute hike to get to the lake. Okay. And But a significant half of that is in snow. We finally get up to the lake, and it's spectacular. I mean, it's the most beautiful thing in the world because everything is covered in snow. Mm. There's this haze uh, this sort of mist mm. surrounding everything. The rock is dressed as Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> it is just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> we're, and I, I'm just kind of standing there in awe with my daughter, my five-year-old. Even it's like awe-inspiring even to a five-year-old. Yeah. This kind of majestic majesty. The lake is about two-thirds of the lake is frozen over and the kind of the snow blends into the lake mm. and it's a beautiful thing. Anyway, my dog gets up there and she looks around. She walks down to the edge of the water and falls in. Just immediately. <laughs> Did she think it was solid, do you think? Oh, my God. I have no fucking clue what my dumb fucking dog yeah. thought. Oh, no. Context for you, Dory. I forgot to mention my dog also once jumped off a roof for no reason. Oh, dear. My dog may have a death wish. Yeah. Wow. But, I mean, 
I mean, is, isn't it her right? I mean, God, I mean, maybe we're getting a little too political here, but no, if the dog wants point. to end it, end of life are right we? issues. Sure. Yeah, no, that's true. It's very presumptuous of me mm-hmm. to presume. How old is your dog? Um, she's in hospice. She's 24 <laughs> years old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, she has a very painful. No, she's she's like 10 years old, maybe. All right. So she's like, she's getting older, but she's mm-hmm. not old. But straight into this fucking lake. And immediately, I want to be clear. My dog is a Chihuahua Terrier. My dog is not a, my dog is not a Portuguese water dog. Sure. <laughs> my dog's not a golden retriever. Sure. Nor is she a seal. It's true. Yeah, that water must have been fucking freezing. Yeah. So, I mean, Jordan, we could get into a whole list of animals that she's not. I've, I was, if I, I was think that'd be a animals, great way to waste the time in the podcast. Let's list animals that aren't dogs. I mean, she certainly isn't a I'll peregrine start. falcon. I'll start. Dog. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Fucked it up. Sorry. Sorry. Fucked it up, Jordan. Sorry. So she does not really swim, to be clear. I've never seen her swim in my entire life. So I, I don't know did she think it was just more land. Yeah. But I'm probably 12 feet away from her. And the dog just sort of plops into the water. And just her body just goes... Oh, oh no, 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 and she kind of starts rotating in the like, she's dog paddling but not going anywhere and just sort of rotating. Oh no! Like sort of like if you dropped a pool noodle in the water yeah. and let it spin gently. What I'm envisioning is those those battery powered scuba men that they yeah. sell at only Radio Shack. That's exactly. What it was. Imagine that. R.I.P. Radio Shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But scruffier. Yeah. Realistic brand dog. Did you guys see that Radio Shack? Yeah, the Radio Shack. There's like a Radio Shack in Dayton, Ohio that has its own own Facebook page. And they just wrote on it one day, fuck you, we closed. (laughs) Fuck all of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, we closed. (laughs) Fuck all of you. Yeah. and I and I am and when I saw that I'm like, where will I get a scuba man that is I guess supposed to swim but doesn't really? I know. Not to mention, where are you going to get a like a generic AC adapter? Yeah, I, that I, costs more than a brand <laughs> name should. AC adapter. Yeah. So I'm looking at my dog, and I'm I'm just realizing as I look at my dog, I have to go into this frozen lake. Oh my. God. God. Or my dog will die. But you're wearing a wetsuit, right? Yeah, I was wearing. You're I was wearing your scuba. vacation wetsuit. Yeah, I mean, I you know, you know me on vacation. I like to sit back in a, in the cabana. Mm-hmm. What a is your daughter and a, doing at this moment? In a Corona, um, my daughter is confused. Right, like she's like, this is not right. Bafflement mm-hmm. yeah. is the quality that I would describe yeah. to her at this point. And so I jump in the water. Oh, my God. Like, I don't dive into the water. Mm -hmm. I jump into the water. Okay. Because I can't – if I had dived in, I would have died. Because, as I said, we're we're 20 minutes from anything. Oh, my God. Like, to be abundantly clear, we're not Mm – there's no road. There's no houses. There's no cell phone. Is the dog yelping? Is she making noise? No, she's frantically – Sure. But not achieving anything. Okay. Except for this that slower the same slow rotation of mm-hmm. it's like if that man 
if that scuba diver, if one of his fins was slightly broken, mm-hmm. and so he was just spinning in a circle slowly. Yeah. So I jumped in the fucking water. I'm wearing blue jeans. Oh, my God. I just jumped in the water up to my thighs and pulled my dog out. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? I'm no frontier doctor. Sure. I'm The last thing I am is a cast member of All Creatures Great and Small. Yeah. Did you – my first thought, I mean, maybe – I mean, you know, I guess – I you know, I did a little bit of Boy Scouts mm-hmm. as a kid. I did, you know, one – one level of Boy Scouts. Sure. Yeah, little Boy Scouts, little campfire, little, little camp- Girl Scouts. Sure, yeah. Spread it around. Got to spread it around. Everybody needs a little Selling Giordo. some cookies. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, I also I remember watching, like, Voyage of the Mimi oh, in God, school. Oh, yes. With Ben oh, Affleck. With Ben Affleck. So what I did, it's funny that you mentioned Voyage of the Mimi. So what I did was I got a deaf woman mm-hmm. to erect a tarp, and then the condensation <laughs> sure. went down off the tarp, and I drank that. My my one my first thought yeah given that those are my two prongs of wilderness training yeah voyage of the mimi in grade school and a little bit of boy scouting mm-hmm. well maybe just pee on the dog <laughs> yeah maybe just does that that fixes some it's things something right is for, some sting. things you are pee fixed. on it for something yeah, yeah. sterilize it right yeah, yeah right it's warm it up you're in a sterile yeah. and warm warm and, it up a little yeah maybe so, the dog got stung by many jellyfish while she was in there i don't knows? know so i i i i'm holding my dog my dog is shaking uncontrollably mm. you'll be yeah. shocked to learn mm-hmm. The good news is it was not super, super cold outside. I mean, it was very cold outside, but it was not zero degrees outside. Okay. It was 40 degrees outside right. or 35 degrees outside. But I I was – luckily, I was wearing a chamois shirt. Mm-hmm. And this is why I say do not leave the house unless you are wearing a chamois shirt. You never know when you're going to need to chamois something, mm-hmm. whether it's a vintage sports car or a small dog. So I – Took a really off. good life tip. Yeah. Thank you. I took off my jacket, and the, the, the my whole the whole time, my five year old daughter is so confused yeah. as to what's going on, terrified, but not terrified mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Like a crazy combination of those two things. And so I took my coat off, threw it on the ground, took my shirt off, wrapped it around my dog. Tried to, like, dry off my dog. Then I put my dog down. But then my dog was still shaking. So I'm like, I can't put my dog down. So I picked my dog back up and wrapped it up like a little papoose in my shirt. My poor, poor, poor Coco. But it's her fault. I wrapped her up. Yeah. The symbolist thing, just don't go in the frozen lake. Yeah. That's the lesson Stay on land, dog. Okay. So I wrapped it up like a papoose. Not the wrapper pa- I know I know what you're thinking. The wrapper papoose, the mixtape wrapper papoose? Yes. No. I wrapped it up like a like a like a like a baby, mm-hmm. like a Native American baby of yore. Wrapped it up, put my coat back on, and held it inside my coat. And I'm like, Grace, this is my daughter's name, Grace, we have to go back now. And she said, Dad. <laughs> Why would we go back when we just got here? <laughs> wow. And I literally said, we're going back because Coco might die. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I guess you could have said the dog is cold. I know. 
I don't want to. Sorry, I don't need to backseat parent you. <laughs> I said we're going back because the dog might die. Yeah, and uh, she went like again, like this, like what, what? <laughs> and I just said we're going back now because Coco might die. And we went back. I carried the dog. <laughs> I carried the dog and pulled my poor daughter, who was like, she needed a break from the hiking. Sure. Frankly. This happened right away when we got there. Oh, boy. And as I said, I was already pushing my luck getting her to hike that far. Uh, but yeah, I wrapped, I wrapped the dog up in a shirt, wrapped the shirt up in my coat, closed my coat, and carried my dog with one arm while I held my daughter's hand and hiked... Uh, and hiked 20 minutes back through the snow thinking like and the, for the first 15 minutes my dog shook uncontrollably oh and we, and then we when we by the time we finally got back to the road she had stopped shaking i just put her down and she just ran back to the house <laughs> like nothing happened i'm wondering that was good i liked hearing about it yeah is there any way, like in post or something like mm-hmm. that, we can just get Werner Herzog to narrate that? Yeah, of course. Because I think it would it would bring the gravitas necessary, and I think you know that is, I think as as close as as you will come to living a Herzogian situation in your life. Absolutely. I mean, unless I go to the Taiga, sure, spend some time out on the Taiga, or to the Port of Call, New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Werner Herzog is on this week's Bullseye, so um, we don't even need to bring him in. We can just do that thing like they did with uh, Roger Ebert's voice when he oh, lost yeah, his voice. Oh, yeah, just cobble it together. Just co- go ahead and cobble something Brilliant. together into a sort of robo-Herzog. So Herzog said Coco a lot when you were interviewing him? <laughs> yeah, and I, you know what else I think? Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as we're doing like a machine learning situation, mm-hmm. why bother writing a script when we could just have a robot do it? That seems like a good idea. I like it. On the frozen lake. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled my daughter by the hand and told her that the dog would soon perish. Um, while we are on the topic of travel adventures. Yeah. I've got one. Well, you traveled. I saw, I saw a funny apron. You tra- but, yes. You traveled to the wor- most famous port of call of them all. Yeah. New Orleans. That's right. What? Uh, but before I talk about that, I want to oh. ask Dory yeah. about going to European Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Which is something you did recently. Well, let's, can we take a break and let's talk take to a Dory break. about Euro Disney in a second? Yes. I'm very interested in this. Yes. I want to know. Let's have a break. I want to know everything about it. Yeah. What's different? Do they have a Song of the South ride? Sure. Do the churros have a shrimp dust on them? They probably do. There's more shrimp overseas. Okay. We'll, we'll find out in just a second when we come back on Jordan Jesse Go. Are you easily confused by terms like cultural appropriation, cisgender? And woke? Or maybe you find yourself constantly explaining terms like these and you need a place to vent. Do you have a love for all things pop culture, 
social commentary, and politics. Sounds Sounds like like you need Minority Corner. Where you can learn, laugh, and play. Sounds like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, gay, and ladylike. James and Aneke will happily administer your weekly dose each and every Friday. You can listen on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Minority Corner. With a K. Because the C was taken. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne. Cheramoya King. <laughs> Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, I'm Dori Shafrir, uh, author, writer, and guest on this podcast. Yeah, but all of these things are true. All true. Jordan, we have a sponsor on this week's show. I'd love to hear about him. Well, it's our friends at Mac Weldon. Ah, uh, Jesse. I'm wearing Weldon's right now. I'm macking too. Oh, you macking, buddy? Oh, you know I'm macking, baby. Man, if you want to join our club, if you want to mac with us, you got to get on your Weldon's. Go to macweldon.com, promo code JJGO. What are you getting for that? Oh, you're getting 20% off. But more important, it's not just, Dory, it's not just about getting 20% off when you're macking. Okay. Okay. It's about the quality of underpant Mm -hmm. that you receive. When you place an order, it's a high quality underpant. These are superb underpants. These are the kind of underpants that immediately become your favorite junk support system. And hey, listen, I like what they do to my junk. Right. But I also like what their socks do to my feet. I'm not wearing socks right now, but when I'm wearing socks, I'm wearing Mack Weldon's. I love these socks, baby. A lot of times people think that I'm not wearing socks, but I'm actually wearing Mack Weldon's high-quality no-show socks. Man, so many great options. They're soaking up those juices. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about, Jordan. And hey, they have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. Because they're made of solid silver. (laughs) Is that correct? That's probably not not true. But they do naturally eliminate odor. So you don't have to worry about uh, sweats and smells. You can go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off with the promo code JJGO. That's MacWeldon.com. Use the code JJGO. We also have something up on the Jumbotron this week, Jordan. That's right. Uh, It's an Indiegogo for a film project called Anywhere Else. Please support a debut director to make something great. Tim is making a conscious effort to create a film that is as diverse as the crowd who may see it. Go to Indiegogo.com under the project titled Anywhere Else Film. That's uh, Indiegogo.com. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, um, uh, there's a link here. It's, it's a little long. I'll read it now. I-G-G dot M-E slash A-T slash Anywhere Else Film. To learn more, I'm sure if you go there uh, to uh, Indiegogo and uh, search anywhere else film, that'll come up. Yeah. Uh, it's a really fun-looking uh, jukebox musical. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, so go check that out uh, anywhere else on Indiegogo. I like those Jumbotrons. They come straight from our community. If you want to get your message up on the Jumbotron, whether it's a project you're working on, a commercial message, a, a wish for a friend, or just if you want to brag about how many cherimoyas you've eaten <laughs> recently— Delicious tropical fruit, incredible flavor. It's rich, rich, sweet flavor. You know, Jesse, I've never had one. I'd love to slice one open for you right now, but I don't have one on hand. Mm. Uh, of course, you would notice if I did have one on hand because the sweet fragrance would be filling the room, <laughs> wafting. Are you getting some sort of kickback from the Cherimoya <laughs> Council that I'm not in on? Just let me wet my beak, man. <laughs> just want to wet your beak. Just want to wet my beak. If you're getting, this seems like something I'm not in. If, if, just just cut, cut your old buddy in. I'll talk about this fruit. Ooh, this soft custard-like consistency. I mean, you are really like, selling it. Yeah, the fat like black seeds. You. 
Spitting out those fat yeah. black seeds. Is there a, uh, is there a Cherimoya season, and are we in it? Oh, yeah, we're in the heart of Cherimoya season. Oh, okay. Welcome to Southern California, where we're in the heart of Cherimoya <laughs> season. Don't try growing Cherimoyas in Florida. It won't happen. The temperatures are too extreme. Yeah, fuck you, Florida. <laughs> Grow them in Santa Barbara County, the home of the Cherimoya. <laughs> I really have had two Cherimoyas. God, fucking Cherimoyas are so great. good. They're so amazing. Wait. You ever had one, Jordan? I can't picture it. What is it? It looks like a green scaly dragon egg. Mm-hmm. And then inside, it's sort of white and creamy and has giant black seeds. Oh, yeah. I've had one of these guys. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah, these are good. Sh- shit's delicious. It's a nice fruit. Anyway. They sound like distant cousins of the papaya. I bet they are. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say, I, you know, you know what they call Cherimoyas? The Andean papaya. Mm. Do they? Doesn't sound like they do. I think they probably do. They might. I can't say 100%. I haven't talked to the folks over at the Cherimoya Council about it. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, they don't don't run a lot of stuff by me. Uh, I just have a quick meeting. Um, I hand them the tape. They hand me the briefcase. That's it. You know, that's the end end of that. It has to be a briefcase because... uh, the currencies down there are becoming deeply, profoundly devalued. Mm. Sure. So you have to have a lot of physical space right. to store the mm-hmm. bills. The actual payoff in U.S. dollars? Eight or nine bucks. Yeah. I don't – it's not – honestly, I I take a ta- cab out there to get it. Mm-hmm. They mean, mean they'll park at night. I take a cab out there sounds to get like it. It costs me more than I yeah, make. It sounds like more trouble than it's worth. I honestly – the only way that I make money in the deal is I sell the briefcase on Etsy. Oh, that's mm. nice. Yeah, sometimes it's a nice vintage case. Yeah. Smart. You can sell those handcuffs on yeah. sexual bondage Etsy. That's yeah. something, right? Yeah, bondage Etsy, sure. It's bridal leather. Both I'm assuming, that the, bridal I'm assuming leather. that the briefcase has handcuffs on yeah. the end. Okay. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to... S- if you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse, go email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. We'll make it happen for you. We'll talk to you in just a second on Jordan Jesse, go. So the 2017 Max Fun Drive was a huge success. Thank you so much to everyone who joined or upgraded during the drive and to all of our amazing monthly members. To celebrate, we're giving our $10 and higher monthly members the chance to buy additional enamel pins with the profits going to our friends at the Los Angeles Regional Food Bank. What? Yeah. The sale runs April 26th through May 3rd, and it's your last chance to get your hands on these sweet pins. $10 monthly members should receive a link and a code in their email on April 26th, so keep an eye on your inbox and get your denim jacket ready. For more information, visit MaximumFun.org slash pins. And thank you again. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Dory Shafrier. Dory Shafrier, mm-hmm. novelist. Novelist. Acclaimed novel startup. Thank you, Jesse. I will talk a bit more about startup in the kind of final plug section of the program. And again, the audience for this show is very concerned with what we do in what segment. Yeah. I'm just going to give you a little tease. Mm-hmm. I've read this thing and it's fucking fantastic. I've heard it's the Cherimoya of novels. 
You guys, I'm blushing. <laughs> it's on the jacket. David Sedaris <laughs> said that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but so we're talking about fu- getting out of town, yeah. getting out of the rat race getting for a little Dodge. bit. Yep. Jesse's mm-hmm. dog almost died. Yep. You went to Euro Disney. Yes, which has rebranded. Okay. It is not called Euro Disney anymore. It is called Disneyland Paris. Oh, boy. So I guess I know Euro Disney ticks a little button for me in my brain in that it was something that people made jokes about when I was interested in comedy but didn't know what current events were. Mm -hmm. So I would just laugh at something because it sounded like Mm -hmm. a joke. It's Mm -hmm. the Galuli of theme parks. Yeah, like Jeff Galuli, (laughs) Euro Disney, and Norman Schwarzkopf. Yeah. Or like when I was like starting to get into like watching Letterman and Conan and stuff, I'm like, these are jokes. I'm I'm an adult kind. Because it's the 25th anniversary of Disneyland Paris slash Euro Disney. Oh, my this Gosh. year. Yeah. So, you know, the dates line up. Yeah, it's back in the back yeah. in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. So, are you, so you you went on a Paris vacation? Yes, I went with my husband mm-hmm. to Paris for a week. We stayed with his friend in an apartment and who lives his friend lives there for the year. Um and my husband is very into Disney. He loves Disney. Your husband, we should explain, is a public figure. Uh, my sure, goofy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My husband is goofy. Um, my husband is is Matt Myra, uh, past guest on this program. Past guest on this program, friend of Jesse and Jordan's, uh, former writer on At Midnight, current writer on The Goldbergs. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Celebrated uh, podcaster. Celebrated podcaster on The Nerdist, and now we do a podcast together called Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Um, about our quest to have a child. So the two of you were trying to fuck a baby into each other in gay Paris. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I told Matt, I'll go, to, I'll go to Disneyland Paris with you. We'll happily do that because marriage is about compromise. And you get six days in the City of Lights. Yeah. I feel like a good trade-off. He gets one day... In a very slightly different version of a thing that's an hour from his house. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you are not he. You are. What is he, your level of Disney fandom? V his level of Disney fandom. His level of Disney fandom is like off the charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is like it's all right. Okay. What is he a fan? This is the thing I don't. I don't want to cast aspersions upon sure. Disney fans. Yeah. I don't understand what it is that they are a fan of. Jesse, I was once like you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was confused about this. Here was this man I loved who was very into Disney. And I was like, hmm, this is strange. I mean, he's a man of many enthusiasms. He, he also man- loves trains. Uh, he also loves the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> <laughs> so... But I finally, I finally got to the bottom of it. Well, trains, to their credit, are very useful. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I don't want to lump trains in with the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> I okay? think that's more than fair. Um, he told me once that it like reminds him of his childhood, and it was like the one time that he remembers his family all like really getting along, and it's very wistful. And then I felt really bad for being a snob about it. Mm-hmm. And so I've let him have that. 
Right. Yeah, and I think if you do, if you do come from a family when where there is a lot of, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about how he grew up, but if you, I guess, if you do grow up in a family where there is a lot of like, you know, strife or argument or something like those peaceful times mm-hmm. are like very clear in your head. Yeah. So yeah, I guess if they did have nice family trips to I Disney. Think, you know, I think Matt also likes this idea that you don't have to think about anything. You can kind of clear your mind. You can just go there and everything's there and he doesn't like to plan things. Okay. So that is also an appeal to him. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I can understand that. That terrifies me. Everything you've described so far terrifies me. Yeah. So uh, we went to Disneyland Paris. Mm-hmm. You take a train. You can take a train there, which is a benefit because you can't take a train to the one here. Nice. Um, it was like a third as crowded as Disneyland. Oh, that's here. nice. Yeah, so that was nice. You could you could just like wait for ten minutes and and get on a ride. See, now that is one of the things that I am most. I've gone to Disneyland a couple times as an adult, and I just find myself thinking like I paid a hundred dollars. Yes, it's insane to stand here for like an hour and a half to go on a. Two-minute-long ride. Because when I was a kid, my father is disabled. And if you're Mm. disabled, you get in a special disabled line. They've Mm. changed the rules about this. Your disability now has to be directly related to standing in line. (laughs) But, like, my dad would would take his disability paperwork with him when we went to Disneyland and and go to the office. And they would give us a special thing. And we would only have to wait in line for five or ten minutes. That's amazing. It was amazing. And I mean, I guess, you know, it probably, my dad has severe post-traumatic stress disorder. It probably kept him from flipping out and punching Snow White at some point. <laughs> but, um, but like, that was my, but then when, as an adult, I no longer have that privilege. Yeah. And so, standing in line, I, the whole time, I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Why am I standing you here? You really start I could be doing anything choices. else in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a nice part of, right. of Disneyland Paris. Um, it was filled with British people. Okay. Tons of British people, with lots of like snotty crying kids, which like you know every Disney has that. Sure. Um, there was like a vaguely racist Aladdin situation. Okay. Um, where you like walked through this darkened <laughs> passage with like scenes from Aladdin. That were like racist. When you say a vaguely racist yeah. Aladdin situation, mm-hmm. are you referring to the movie Aladdin? Yes, <laughs> right. Okay. I am. So they just showed parts of Aladdin to you. Well, no, it was it was it wasn't the movie. It was like like sta- like a, a, a display. Yeah, you know. And, and then when you finally met Aladdin, he was just a uh, a kind of a loud Italian guy. Well, here, hey, I'm Aladdin. There was uh, uh, what's his name, Jafar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of the characters you could like meet and take a picture with. Oh wow! Which does not happen in America. You don't meet Jafar. No, you don't meet the villains. You don't meet Cruella Deville. No. Um, also, like. The chipmunks were around. The... <laughs> like they're just bringing in other. Are they no, per- not, particularly... not, Al- not Alvin and the chipmunks. Oh, okay. Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They were at. The, they were hanging out at Jafar's house. No, but they were like they were like a popular character you could take pictures with. Like I was shocked at the number of people who were like excited to take a picture with Chip and Dale. Like a Rescue Rangers Chip and Dale, like an earlier Chip and Dale, uh... contemporary Chip and Dale. 
Hip hop Chippendale? Not hip hop. <laughs> is there a hip hop Chippendale? I, I think there probably is. There's got to be. I mean, there's a right? hip hop Tweety Bird. So yeah. yeah, yeah. There was also Peter Pan. Okay, which is like kind of weird. It is always like it is always interesting to see what characters and celebrities like the rest of the world has latched onto. I think we've talked about this a little bit on the show, but it's yeah. how it's weird it is that they love Donald Duck in the Netherlands. Yeah. And like David Hasselhoff is popular in Germany. I mean, to be fair, Donald Duck is the only one that does anything. That's true. <laughs> like of all a... those Disney characters, Donald Duck is a character. Right. He has a characteristic, which is getting mad. Yeah. And forcing children to smoke cigars. Yeah. Just generally being a shitty Daffy Duck. What are do you, what now? Did you notice anything else that was different from regular Disneyland? Well, the food. How was the food? Um, the food was fine. Yeah. Um, you could buy croissants. Okay. The food was cheaper, also. Okay. Um, there were you could buy like wine everywhere. I, think I don't mean to correct. <laughs> I don't mean to correct you. Yes. It's not pronounced croissant. It's pronounced sandwich. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. No one ever told me that. I feel like such a dumb dumb. The I'm only people who pronounce it right are the people at Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, also, people were smoking. Oh, interesting. So they were smoking and drinking wine. Yes. A Disneyland where you smoked. So it was you a, weren't allowed to smoke. It was a smoke. comedy sketch about a, P- a Parisian yes, Disneyland. it was kind of ridiculous. Like, you weren't allowed to smoke in most of the park, but people did anyway, and no one cared. Huh. Wow. Also, a lot of vaping. Really? Yeah. Okay. A lot of vaping. Vaping or euro vaping? Hard it's to called, say. It's now called uh, a vaping Paris. Got it. Now. It's called a vape pen Right. A vape, <laughs> a vape pen witch. I've heard now. I've heard that Euro Disney. One of the other big differences is its persistent four on the floor beat. Is that correct? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, oh! 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 Oh, the yes. weirdest thing at Euro at Disneyland Paris, Euro Disney, whatever. There was one of those outdoor stage shows mm-hmm. with the stormtroopers. Oh, and very like ominous Star. Now, Wars when you music. say this, when you say the stormtroopers, you're referring to the ones from Star Wars, I right? Am, yeah, which is a Disney property. <laughs> not the sure. not the ones that from occupied World France. War Two. Okay, but that's the thing. <laughs> it was like. I was like, like Matt and I were both looked at each other and we were like, is it not weird that this is happening in <laughs> France? Like, do they not understand what's ha- like ha- the overtones of this? Like, yeah. I was creeped out. I was like, we need to vacate this area. Yeah, it is funny that, you know, that that stormtrooper imagery and that stormtrooper costume is so popular. It's like, this is a Nazi <gasps> reference. Yes! It was, and then Darth Vader comes. I mean, like it was really. I, I got creeped out. Do they did they do that thing in the Stormtrooper show where they make the big spray of water and then they back project movie scenes onto it? Because that's pretty amazing. I do love that. Mm, no, Talking about that. the world of color. Was there anything fantastic in the Stormtrooper show? Oh, fantastic! Well, you know, I didn't. I'm talking about fantastic. I thought you were talking about the world of color. You probably said World of Color, and then in your head you thought I was talking about the Main Street Electrical Parade. No, I know what the Main Street Electrical Parade is. Okay. Anyway. Um, I, oh, Main real quick. Street Electrical Parade so is I had, the Pocahontas show. So <laughs> I just wanna, I'm going to crowdsource something. Okay. Two things have happened. Yeah. One, somebody gave me shrooms. Right. I've never taken shrooms before. Uh-huh. Two- the Main Street Electrical Parade is back. 
Let me know. Should I do it? Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris. Okay. I've heard great things about I... shrooms. My wife did shrooms once. Yeah. She had a great time talking to she? Jesus. Oh, neat. What did she do? Oh, is that she all? She was very encouraging. And she was at Knott's Berry Farm, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, not Scary Farm. That was the mistake. Oh, boy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the whole time she was talking to Jesus turned out just to be Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, boy. Yeah. That she felt like a real dummy. Mm-hmm. Oh, but she got that great fried chicken they're famous <laughs> That's for. True. Jesus has a great rack, too. It still looks good. <laughs> it still looks still good. good. Yeah. All these years, Jesus is still looking sexy. Uh, so did you do any... What what sorts of impressive non Disneyland things did you do in Paris? Is there any any anything you can recommend? Well, we went to Versailles, okay, which was very interesting and cool. I did find it strange that they didn't like really talk about what happened when Marie Antoinette and Louis the Sixteenth were like absconded from Versailles. <laughs> like they were just like they were taken back to Paris. Sure, and I was like. That's it? That's all you're going to say? Um, and then the stormtroopers came yeah. out. Dun, 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 exactly. Did you find it weird that all the tour guides were sans culottes? <laughs> I did. You know what I'm talking about, and right, Jordan? A, oh, yeah. There was I've, heard, I've heard there's a place in France. <laughs> <laughs> there's a certain hole in the wall where the men could yeah. potentially. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? That. People, like when you're a kid, you think, yeah, there's a place in France. Yeah, where the okay. naked ladies dance. Yeah, yeah, sure. And you know, the revolutionaries were known as the Sam's <laughs> lot. I did. And that means they're not wearing pants. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have a lot of fun on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Rhymes, history. Uh, jokes, humor, sure. France, disco beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my trip that I went on, yeah. I went to New Orleans for a couple I've of days. I've never been. New Orleans is Great. It's terrific. Stay there a little longer than you would stay in Vegas. It's like a <laughs> Vegas that you can stay at a little bit longer. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, New Orleans is awesome. The food is great. Uh, uh, history, architecture, all that, all the all the shit you want out of a vacation spot. I think if you, if you make sure to go when it's not oppressively hot, you're golden. Did you have an occasion for uh, this trip? Uh, we had a little hiatus from work. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And there was kind of – and so – and so, uh, not to get too insidery on you, but uh, there's a looming writer's strike. Yeah. So I thought to myself, this is the one time when I have a break from work where I could, like, afford to take a little trip during mm. it. So I think perhaps there is a uh, time in the future when when I will be taking a long break from work and should probably just stay at home. Yeah. Anyway. So it was a little treat. A little treat. Yeah. Nice. Um, two things of note. One. In all the T-shirt shops, they, there was a popular slogan that said, "Don't make me poison your food." So this was, I saw it first on an apron. I'm like, "All right, this is for like a sassy chef." But then I also saw it on T-shirts and hats that just said, "Don't make me poison your food." Is that from one of the Pawn Stars guys? I maybe? don't know. It seems like just a threat. It seems like just a shirt with a threat. It on must it. be. It must be a saying of a. One of the swamp people. Of a guy. Yeah. I'm right. I'm like, is this right? Yeah. Is this something Dr. John says? Yeah. Like, is this, do I just maybe not know enough Hello, about? Hello, it's me, Dr. John, the <laughs> night tripper. <laughs> Don't make me poison your food. By the way, our Creole accents are just uh, a French guy. Yeah, we are very sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, apologies They're to bad. all Creole people. Yeah. Um, Dr. John is one of those people who I'm always like, oh, yeah, you're still alive. Yeah. 
Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Being alive. He's still out there night tripping. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. don't take any food from him. He might poison it. He might it. poison yeah. it. <laughs> Thing two. Yeah, okay. Now, there's a there's a there's a not there's a naughty street oh. in New Orleans. Okay. It's called Bourbon Street. Sure. Wait a minute. Bourbon like the liquor? Like the liquor. Seems inappropriate. Whole... Yeah, well, I mean the shops and businesses on this street reflect that. Oh my goodness. Now, I'm I'm no I'm no prude and I would be honest with you guys if I succumb to the to the to the lusty call of the of the strip club succumbed. S- excuse me. <laughs> if I I would tell you guys if I sandwiched <laughs> right to the call. I did not. I'm not judging those who do. But I didn't do it. But despite the fact that booty 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 was rocking everywhere. Yes. On that street. But I came close because mm-hmm. they have um, the New Orleans strip clubs have like guys out front who are yelling at you to come in. Um, yeah, like something you would see in like an 80s movie about a strip club, you know, like, you know, all right, you know, we've got we've got all kinds of girls and they are naked and ready for you. And so there was this one. What are these guys wearing? So this guy. This guy I'm talking about, mostly they're like dressed like fake nice, like they have suspenders and bow ties, on. Okay. and they're like you know trying Wait, to. Are they dressed fake nice or dressed like a guy that is about to sell you a phosphate? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. They're traveling medicine show salesmen. So there's a guy. You gotta know the territory. Yeah, there's a guy outside the strip club, bow tie, suspenders, and he's just yelling, tits, tits. <laughs> And I'm like, you know what, sir? I almost, I almost appreciate how direct this is so much. I might take you up on this. Anyway, what's sadder? My great, my great regret. What's sadder? Going to a strip club by yourself or with others? Uh, I mean, I think. Hmm. I mean, I no, I think by yourself is definitely that's a you know something one shouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if you're with a gang. And that's and that's where the evening's going. Not not the worst thing in the world. And if a guy is just yelling tits, yeah. you might as well take him up on it. Sure. Yeah. So it was anyway, you, the folks from Swamp People. Me, yeah, the Swamp, Dr. John. Celebrity chef Paul, Paul Prudhomme. Yeah. Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer. <laughs> just Harry me Anderson. and all the New Orleans noteworthy. And Anne Rice. And Anne Rice, yes, of course. <laughs> Fam- famous <laughs> vampire novelist <laughs> Anne Rice. If anybody loves a strip club, <laughs> yeah. it's Anne Rice. Oh, yeah. Rice is making it rain. Rice is just Rice She's got the dough. out there. Bottle service. Private table. Yeah. Crocodile. Order one in. Uh, but yeah, couldn't recommend New Orleans enough. If you, if you get a chance to go there, make sure it's not hot, and then go there. Alligator. Jordan. Sure. It's alligators. Alligator. Alligators live in America. Crocodiles live in Africa. Don't be an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people. I mean, there's 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 a lot of debate as to how to say it. Mm-hmm. Some people call it New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Some people call it Nolans. Mm-hmm. I call it New Zatarans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the Cheramoya King. Jordan Morris, boy Dor- detective. Dory Shafrir. 
You can have a nickname if you want to. Oh, what would you guys nickname me? Uh, I mean, I think it's something you got to look deep inside yourself and figure out, you know? Yeah, if you need some shrooms, let us know. Yeah, I've got some shrooms. Thank you. I'll take you up on that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what about this? Dory Shafrir, shroomin'. No. That sounds like the Disneyland ride, Soarin'. Oh, yeah. That's what I would think of every I think time I said that's a California it. adventure ride. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to protect you from these vengeful Disney fans. <laughs> Disney literalists. Jesse, I appreciate that. Remember to tweet your corrections at I am Papa John. Mm-hmm. Uh, all corrections on Jordan Jesse. Go head over to the good Papa. Mm-hmm. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, like you're soaring over California, we ask you to call us for our segment, Momentous Occasions. That telephone number, 206-984-4FUN. That's 206-984-4FUN. N, put it in your telephone. Here's our first call. Hi, Jordan Jesse Go. This is Evan from Boston. Trying to let you know that today I went to a uh, sex shop with my wife to get some sweet butt toys because last night I literally lost a vibrator inside of my wife's ass. And right before I thought that we would have to go to the hospital, I saved the day by literally covering my hand in lube and really getting up there to retrieve it. So, uh, well, how much is enough? Love the show, guys, and love you. Goodbye. We love you too, friend. <laughs> what the fuck? I have so many questions. <laughs> so, in, we've been doing this show for more than 10 years, Jordan. Yeah. I feel like that is the realest it has ever yeah. gotten. Yeah. I feel like that was much realer than the person who, who had a penis installed and it was too big. Like, that was moderately real. My initial... This is extremely My initial reaction is that, is this too far? But am I being a prude? Am I? Here's my... I mean, I didn't go into the New Orleans strip club. I was taken aback by this ass-reaching story. I I was just confused because he opened the call with, we went to a sex shop, and I thought the call was going to be about his and his wife's journey to the sex shop. And then it really took a turn. Yeah, I thought it was just going to be a nice thing, like, oh, we got some Spanish ticklers. Sure. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) I mean, no one tickles like a Spaniard. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Especially a Catalonian. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (sighs) Um, So... So, boy, I admire their resolve. So, Paella and Ticklin, that's so, what they're known for. So, Dory. Yes, Jordan. You went to the Silver Lake Dog Park. I did. And were bit. Yes. Am I wrong in assuming that it will be a while before you go back to the Silver Lake Dog Park? You are correct. So, this couple. Once bitten, twice not shy at all. This couple. This, this Couple lost a dildo in an ass. Wait, wait, hold on. A butt they vibrator. A vibrator. No, I'm sorry. I we don't know. It could have been a dildo. You're right. Do not put stuff in You're your right. butt that does not have a flared base. You gotta gotta have a flared base. That's just the basics. I'm, here's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing one of those little pocket vibrators mm. that are small and oh, sure, yeah. thin sure. and do not have a flared base. Mm. And should not go in butts. And should not go in butts for this very reason. Boy, I can't believe we're talking about this not during anal August, first of all. Yeah, this is it's – only, it's only April, people. Yeah. Anal August is months away. So. Okay. Here's what's amazing. They lost this item. 
Right. I'm sorry that I assumed at the top that it was a dildo. He said it was a vibrator. He said he it was said a vibrator. vibrator. Okay. You should be taking notes. I'm, I abso- I'm absolutely – I apologize. Here's the picture I drew. Oh, oh that is very detailed. <laughs> Why is your head on both the members of the couple? It's the only way I can achieve two messings. It's true. So they lost this vibrator in this butt. Mm-hmm. And it was in there in such an extreme way that he had to lube That's, an arm. Uh, how did it get so far in there that it couldn't get You know out? what I would have used if this situation – this not, nothing like this has ever happened to me. Thank God. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. There but for the grace of God go I. I have – well, my children technically have uh, one of those – Things you buy at the science museum, it's like a robot claw arm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You Those know what great. I'm talking about. Loop that up. Oh, yeah. That'd be my first up. move. Yeah, I'd yeah. probably loop like that up. Like forceps. Yeah, like a for Like, well, it's a tool. When you're doing a job, you need a tool. Yeah. So this guy lubed up his arm. Yeah. Reached in. How far did he have to reach I know. Like he was... to, to where? To what? where on your arm? Like or some elbow? kind of animal husbandry How student. How did it get so lost in there? And you're back at the thing the next day buying a new one? This, I mean, they're like, we can't. But also, do you have to throw? I guess you throw that one away. Hopefully, they're buying a flared base. For yeah, the old you gotta one. let's listen, caller. I know we don't love to do follow ups on these. Call us back and let us know, just for our own peace of mind, if whatever new butt item you bought had a flared base, because we want that for you. And if it didn't, for God's sakes, take it back and exchange it for one that does. Now that said, all of these things, you know, I think we've given some good warning mm-hmm. to this young man. Sure. We've given some good guidance to this young man. Mm. I want to commend him because it's easy to let the flame go out in your marriage. Absolutely. You know, as the years go by. Sure. Work, kids, oh. the economy, this clown in the White House. Am I right? Oh, boy. It's not Cheromoya season Yeah, anymore. sure. These are the kinds of things that you're going to be facing mm-hmm. down. And I'm glad that you're doing what it takes to keep that flame burning. With Commendable. The blowtorch that is <laughs> looping up your arm <laughs> to reach within your wife. <sighs> wow. I, uh, you know, I just, that's going to be tough imagery to get out of my head. If it had happened to me and I had something lost there, I w- frankly would want to loop my own arm up. I, I mean, I'm just. That's a certain. There's a certain intimacy to trusting your partner enough mm. to do the. Search, guys. Do you, do you also, guys, if I may, you yeah. may please. I I insist you do. <laughs> it seems like she could have just waited to poop it out. Mm. I'm just mm. going to throw that out. Yeah, there. no. I mean, I think we all have a lot of questions, and now, I think that's on. a perfectly valid one. Hold on, this isn't a scat podcast. Okay, <laughs> don't get gross. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, guys. Sorry, okay. that's disgusting. We try and keep it clean on this mm-hmm. show. Thank you very much. My apologies. Do you guys think that I'll ever find anyone who loves me enough to <laughs> loop up their arm and <laughs> retrieve a vibrator out of my ass? I don't know that that's something that'll happen, but I just want to know that somewhere there's someone out there. Anyway. Can I can I recommend to you an alternative, Jordan, if you don't find love? Yeah. 
pitched and roll in an ag school and see what happens. <laughs> Texas A&M. Sure. I'll probably have to reach up something. You know, Jordan, it's interesting that you said you hope to find someone who, mm-hmm. you know, would go up your ass. Right. But what about you finding someone who you would feel comfortable enough to lube up and go up there? Hold on. This isn't a therapy session. No, okay. no. I mean, that's an interesting <laughs> Sorry, point. Sorry, Dr. Phil. <laughs> no, it is interesting that I went there. It is. I yeah. find it very interesting. Oh boy, are we gonna have to. Is it, do we have? Have we found a knapsack to unpack? <laughs> Just gonna leave that oh, there. Oh boy, guys! Uh, once I'm done unpacking this knapsack of white privilege, I'm gonna work on that knapsack. I got two knapsacks here. <laughs> I've got ass issues. Put the white privilege on the back burner. This is like a rucksack. Yeah. Here, yes. Here's our next call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Sunny D, Christian, and guests. This is Emily calling from Rochester, New York. Pause the pause the tape. Uh, I would like pause to the tape. Daniel, pause a- the tape. Pause the tape. Daniel is on the board this week. How could you be so fucking stupid? Yeah, I know some people. Ugh. He's sitting right here, like to be that rude to Daniel's face. You know, mm-hmm. and Grant. Okay, great. You remembered that Brian is off working on his little television show. Okay, that's nice. That's lovely. It's not Christian every week. Christian's got a life. He's out there hitting the clubs. He's getting himself some fried chicken. He's playing video games. That's pretty much it, I think. Yeah, those are the three things. That's the top three for Christian Duenas. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted Daniel, to... we're sorry. We're sorry. I, we're, sorry we're sorry, Daniel. That he, that we, didn't mean, we didn't mean for this to be the most <clears throat> embarrassing day of your life, but... It just happened. Sometimes fate just loops up its arm. Yeah, it reaches, <laughs> reaches up as far as it can go. Okay, let's go back to the beginning and play it again. This very nice woman I'm picking on for no reason. I feel bad. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Sunny D, Christian, and guest. This is Emily calling from Rochester, New York. Uh, I would like to wish you a happy 420. Um, with a momentous occasion and a lifelong learning story. Um, it doesn't actually have anything to do with weed, uh, but today, uh, April 20th, is my first anniversary of becoming a apprentice iron worker in Local 33 here in Rochester, New York. That makes me the third woman in our entire local, and at the age of 33, I'm about 10 years older than all of the other apprentices. Um, it was a really tough year, and I wasn't sure if I was going to make it through, uh, but I did, and that has given me the confidence to stick it out for three more uh, to become a journeyman. Um, I learned a lot about ironwork and about myself. Uh, most importantly, that I'm not afraid of heights, uh, as I believed I was for the majority of my life. Um, And I experienced menstruating on a construction site, which is probably the most surreal thing that will ever happen to me. Um, I've had a lot of fun and gotten to do a lot of really cool shit. Um, Right now, I'm working on building a bridge over the Erie Canal. So thanks a lot, guys, for being the dudes that can drag my ass out of bed every Monday at 4.30 a.m. so that I can get to work. Um, and hopefully I will be able to call you with an even more momentous occasion when I journey uh, in the future. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. 
Congratulations. Yes. Now I think that's a nice, clean, momentous occasion. Little long, but not as pithy as I would like. Truly momentous. She's building a bridge. She's building a bridge. A literal bridge. Literal bridge. And you know, and I think we we should all take a minute to salute our nation's craftspeople. Yeah. And that good old local thirty-three. And you know. Uh, Jordan and I are in show business. Mm-hmm. I know you're just a writer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just a, some I kind am. of novelist. Mm. Um, but print, Jordan and I media. are in show business, and I would like to take, on behalf of show business, for whom we speak, I'd like to salute America's craft services people. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for making us a nice Thank sausage you. or a salad. For having a jug of lemonade and a jug of iced tea. Yeah. <laughs> you mix them if you want to. Don't have to. Yeah. But why wouldn't you? Given the opportunity, it's fun sometimes, but I prefer just the iced tea. Really? Yeah. Is that? I mean, I mean, is that for because you're considering your health, or? Uh, it, it's both. Yeah. Oh, it's both. Yeah. I mean, I like a nice glass of iced tea. Really? Yum yum. I don't think it needs anything. Hmm. I think that's God's perfect beverage. But I mean, there's a jug of lemonade right there. Hmm. He's not wrong. Well, I mean, I'm not. I don't never do it. Right. But just when I feel like I need a little change of pace, you know, and then. At the end, I'm always like, that was okay. Tomorrow, back to iced tea. Hmm. Sorry, that's just that's just the way things are. I'm not going to I'm not going to cen- right I'm not going to censor myself. I guess um I don't know, like right now, my feeling about this mm-hmm. is thank you. You know, I just want to thank you, Jordan, mm-hmm. for 11 great years. Yeah. Oh, so this is this is the uh, last episode? Um and you know it's it's not we've been doing Jordan Jesse Go for over ten years, yeah. but um, Jordan and I worked together in our sketch group uh, Prank the Dean before that, and mm-hmm. we also co-hosted a radio show called The Sound of Young America that eventually became my NPR show Bullseye. Um, so Jordan and I have actually known each other for seventeen years. Yeah, yeah. about right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, this wasn't how I anticipated it ending, but... But, I mean, it has to end sometime. Right. You know? So I think this is as good a, as good a reason as any to just kind of... Just shut it go down. Go our separate ways. Just shut it down, go our separate ways, probably never talk again. Well, you guys, I'm getting kind of sad. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it is in some ways a sad day. But on the other hand, what is genuinely sad to me, from my perspective, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be frank with you, Dory, mm. is... To look at a jug of lemonade next to the jug of iced tea and think, I'm only going to have iced tea. I'm not going to mix those together. Okay. There are – people went all the way to, to the Supreme Court to allow beverages to mix in that mm-hmm. way in the 1950s. That's Love, the, loving versus Virginia, right? <laughs> exactly. That's what that was about. It was about someone <laughs> wanted to mix Coke and Sprite. Listen, Palmer I, versus I, Ferguson. Right. Yeah, sure. I see both sides. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, you know, now that there's one less podcast out there, people can, you know, take more time to listen to Matt and Dory's excellent adventure. Yep. You're right. You're right. So thank you guys. Yeah. For... No. We're, you know, it's. Or more likely just S-Town. Yeah. S-Town. Just re-listen to S-Town. I'm done with S-Town. I finished S-Town. I'm not familiar with it. Mm. <laughs> um, so anyway, thank you, Jordan. Thanks for everything. Yeah. No, it's been fun. And uh, yeah, uh, onward and upward, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, probably downward in my case. I, I think <laughs> this is the start of a spiral. If oh. I'm being perfectly frank, this is probably the start of a spiral for me. Um, this has been the only thing. You know, at this point, I'm like, if you imagine one of those uh, diver men from 
From Circuit City. From service is state of the art. From Circuit City where service is state of the art. And you, you imagine if it only had one flipper. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there was a little leak in the air pocket. Yeah. So it, had, it no longer had neutral buoyancy. It's the start of a spiral. You put that in a pond, it's going to spiral downward. Wow. That's where I'm at right now, Dory. And I, I, Dory, we barely know each other. I know your husband, Matt, better than I know you, but I like you a lot. I'm, I'm really grateful to have somebody as special as you here uh, to honor this moment when um, I think, in a way, it's the beginning of the end of my life. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of glad to have a couple more hours a week, just kind of me time. So I think that'll be fun. I'll probably, like, check off. Do, do, do check off. <laughs> you know, do some reading and check it off. And, yeah, so, you know. Sad to see it go, but yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. And Daniel, uh, thanks for being here a few times. Yeah. Um, you seem nice. You, you seem, seem like, like a, a nice you guy. Seem, you're a good guy, I think. Well, so we do our, so we just kind of take a break and do our last uh, yeah. segment ever? Yeah. Great. Awesome. Great. We'll be back right. in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. I'm Dorisha Freer. I'm still looking for a nickname. I want to thank all of our listeners for 10, 11 great years. Yeah, it's been fun. Thank you so much for all that you've given us, all of your support over the years. Uh, iTunes reviews. Sure. Sending us weird food in the mail. Um, the whole nine yards. I Soup feel like I nuts. got in like right under the yeah. wire. Thank God, and because hey. you've got a book to promote. I know. You've got your new book, Startup. It's a satirical novel about the world of uh, Silicon Valley. New York. It takes, takes place in <laughs> Brooklyn, but the world of tech yeah. and startups. Indeed. And I, I, would, I would love to use my last – to make my last act – Mm-hmm. As the co-host of this show, is this an official or unofficial act? This is no, this is official. Okay, so I should get out the parchment. But would you please? <laughs> yeah, of course. My last, my last act as co-host uh-huh. would be to just recommend the shit out of startup. I, you were nice enough to send me an advanced copy. I feel very lucky to have read it. Uh, read it on that plane in New Orleans, and boy, is this thing great! It, I, it, it, it started out. And I'm like, all right, this is a very fun and funny look at this world. It's a little rom com But as I'm going through, I'm enjoying myself, but I'm like, oh, this is there's something else here. Oh. It's got a little satirical bite, mm. and it's a little bit sexy. It's a little bit sexy. There's some sexy there parts. I mean, no one lubes up an arm. <laughs> I know. But there's some sexy bits. You got to save something for the sequel. It's true. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's very funny and it definitely uh, it definitely has uh has some surprising like social commentary that you that kind of uh, comes at you in a really cool surprising way. Would you characterize the commentary as trenchant? Sure. Yes. Wow. Like upside the head. Yeah, Thank I really you. I think what's so as I think this podcast will go up on Monday. Is it is it available per, for purchase? It will be available Tuesday. Okay. So if it's Monday, get on that Amazon, pre-order it. And just remember, as the Gap Band once sang, mm-hmm. trenchant upside your head. <laughs> trenchant upside your head. Uh yeah, it's really really good. I mean, if if you got a summer vacay coming up, if you need a book for uh for poolside, if you need a a book for wherever, uh, can do the sex shop. The, yeah, if you need, if your wife's in the sex shop and you want to wait in the car, yeah, it's a Euro great Disney. book. Crack yeah. open startup. It's great. I loved it. Thank you, Jordan. 
You're welcome. Dory, thank you so much for joining us on the program. It's been a joy to have you here. Thanks for having me. I mean, congratulations on 10 years of this program. Yeah, guys. yeah. We didn't get a lot done. No. <laughs> probably probably could have used our... In the early years, we picked what the best animal was yeah. through a bracket system that lasted over a year. So, I mean, I think that, you know, we probably could have used this mouthpiece for something worthwhile, but didn't. No. Uh, so, you know. That's uh, that was a mistake, but uh, I think yeah. you're going out on a high note. Yeah, it just yeah. was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Had that ass story. Yeah. You went to Euro Disney. That was interesting. Yeah, sure. It was interesting it was a lot of to fun. learn about the stormtroopers. You know what? Can I make a Can I make a pitch to you, Jordan? Yeah, sure. What if we take a look and see what we can put together next week? Mm-hmm. We sit down. We bring a guest in. Yeah. We record something, kind of a free-flowing conversation. We'll break it up a little bit, but a mm-hmm. free-flowing conversation, sure. a comic conversation about whatever comes into our minds. Um, we'll come up with a name for it next week. Okay. My initial feeling, and you can tell me if this is a bad idea. Sure. My initial feeling is Jordan, Jesse, go. I like it. And um, I mean, we could probably, you know, do some more brainstorming, but that's a great jumping off point. Yeah, we, we can lay it down. Like, we could probably beat that. Lay, we'll lay it down. We'll put it out. Mm-hmm. We'll use the, we have an RSS feed already, so mm-hmm. we'll use that, and we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, no, like low pressure. Yeah. Just kind of like spitballing like some stuff. A real low pressure system rolling <laughs> in from the east. <laughs> I, like, I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. A real tropical storm. Yeah. Done. Okay. Yeah, I'll see you here next week. Okay, great. Uh, I want to mention before we go. Mm-hmm. Well, we are often we often joke about our uh, Max Fund subreddit, maximumfund.reddit.com, mm-hmm. uh, which is the only warm place on the entire internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when we joke about that, typically we bring up a, a redditor mm-hmm. named Lothreaper. Now, this is not his actual. Screen name. I can never remember what his actual screen name is. It sort of looks like Lothreaper. Mm-hmm. Um, so for years, I've just, I, 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 over time, I've abandoned trying to remember what his actual screen name is. Sure. It's hard. Or when you just need to pull the name of a person who enjoys the show too much, um, <laughs> you just. You, you go right to Lothreaper. Just go right to Lothreaper. Well, our friend Lothreeper. For a is, while it was Shrimpoo, but I haven't yeah. heard from Shrimpoo in a while. It's been a while since we've heard from old Shrimpoo. <laughs> um, but uh, Lothreeper, uh, Lothreeper had a little health challenge. I heard from yeah. he didn't he didn't say anything to me, but I I heard from some friends of his on Max Fun as an unofficial Slack channel, also where people oh, fun. chat about Max Fun, and uh, he's on there. And some other folks there mentioned to me that he was going through. Uh, a little health challenge. So I just want to I just want to acknowledge that we're thinking of Lothreeper. And if you're out there and you listen to this show, when you know how important Lothreeper is to all of us, yeah, uh, think a nice thought for Lothreeper. Yeah, you know, hopefully everything will be totally fine. But uh, but give 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 old Threeps a nice thought. Totally. Yeah. There's definitely like you know five or six people I think of when I think of like serious Jordan Jesse Go fans who I love interacting with who yeah. are funny and great and positive and like the show and yeah he's definitely one of a kind of small group of people who I'm like oh they they get it I always love hearing from them on the internet so uh, yeah uh, yeah definitely support your local positive commenter yeah we're talking about old threeps all threepy all threeps thanks threeps <laughs> speaking of thank yous thank you to Daniel Baruela who's on the boards this mm-hmm. week thank you Daniel thank you of course to our brilliant and handsome producer the beefcake Sunny D mm-hmm. Brian Fernandez Always looking good, Big Beef. Our man, Big Beef. Mm. 
Looking good over there, writing on his television program. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you guys will lose your livelihoods, and we'll all be back together again like a, the family. That would be great. That would be fantastic. Um, thanks to Brian Fernandez. You can find us on Twitter, at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris. Are you on, are you on that Twitter? I am. I'm just at Dory, D-O-R-E-E. Oh, there you go. Yep. Uh, at Dory on Twitter. You know what? Another way you can access, access that, twitter.com slash Dory. Indeed. I'm not saying you have to, but you There's can. There's a lot of ways to get there. Yeah. Uh, and I don't judge you. Dory's no. book is called Startup. <laughs> it's in stores tomorrow as this book is it, – just go, just go on a just, website. Just go on Amazon or look at Startup or go to your local independent bookseller and just ask them yourself, for Startup. Just go get yourself – you need a great book. You need a beach read. You do. This book's a beach read. It's fun. It's funny. It's got satirical bite. I love startup. You don't have to read it on the beach, Jordan. You can read it Where down lives? in your. If you're one of these Silicon Valley preppers, read it down in your hole. <laughs> totally. You got a special drink, hole? Drink your soylent. Yeah. Read your startup. Wait yeah. for the end. Add a little coconut oil. And that might be nice. Might probably. Be nice. It's probably something people add to soylent, right? Yeah, probably. Seems like you'd add coconut oil Fix to soylent. Their stools or something. Yeah. You know what? You know what would be nice if you added it to soylent? <laughs> Again, I'm not trying to brag here, but a nice ripe cherimoya. It sounds nice. <laughs> Sprinkle a little Zatarans on top. (laughs) (laughs) It's called the Prepper's Gumbo. (laughs) Okay, we'll talk to you guys next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.